Welcome back to the Bronze Nugget Podcast, where we share little nuggets of information that we can't promise are valuable. I'm Wayne. And I'm Jenna. And Jenna chickened out on doing our intro (laughs) once again. Because she didn't even practice it. I just it. don't like to do it. I feel so awkward. Like, with this, I'm just talking kind of like to you and it feels natural, like not scripted. And so when I say something like that scripted, like a welcome, I just get so awkward. If you guys didn't know, in high school, Jenna was deep into theater. Yeah. So I feel true. like you'd be a natural at I, this. I, you would think. If I can do it, <laughs> literally, Benji years, can do it. So it's been One of our years. dogs could do it. Yeah. So you can do it. <laughs> Anyways, well, well, to put you on the hot seat and put the pressure on right at the start, right. I'm trying to get all of you listeners to peer pressure. <laughs> to so, do the intro. To do the <laughs> intro just once. Gross. And then I'll- <laughs> <laughs> so Jenna, how has your week been? It's been good. Um, I started my new job. Woo! Um, today, literally I, yeah, today. Yeah, literally today. And it was great. I legitimately just hung out with dogs all day. Um, I'll be starting my grooming school here in the next week. Um, so today we're just doing, and until I get into grooming, just hanging out with the dogs. It's a free roam like kennel. They literally are only in their kennels when they sleep, which I think we talked about. And so today I just played with dogs all day long, and it was a dream. <laughs> wow. It, it is it is pretty crazy that you literally just do what you do with your spare time, yeah. but with other people's dogs now. Yeah, exactly. I feel a little bit like a trader, but also I need to get paid. So, <laughs> yep. We, we sorry, have, pooches. <laughs> yeah, you're making you're making a living off of what you like. So, right, there's exactly. a little update, and she's already provided value. It sounds like, and they're already grateful yep. to have her, which who wouldn't be? Aww. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> yep. Anything else other than and um, the new job for you? Well. I guess, and we listed this as one of our recommendations, but I'll just talk about it now since it was what we did um, this week, is that I bought a new controller for my Switch. I'm a gamer girl now. It's an Animal Crossing Pro Controller, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I love it. Um, Because usually I feel like mostly I've played the Switch like handheld, um, just because I'll sit in bed and do it that way, but... We have a huge TV now, and I got the nice, like, controller, and it has changed my life. Like, (laughs) for a game like Animal Crossing, it makes hardly any difference at all, because, you know, you're just walking around catching bugs and fish. Um, But I played a game of Mario Kart, and I do pride myself on my Mario Kart game. Um, But I played better than I've played in my entire life with this controller. I was mind blown <laughs> she was handicapping herself her entire life yep using the little uh like the little uh nunchuck is that what you call yeah, it a switch nunchuck? Like, it's like literally your fingers cramp <laughs> yeah and and like the controller it comes with like when you put it on the little plastic piece it's just nowhere near a normal controller no not so at now all. now that you've tasted of the greatness there's no going back you know no. what you're missing out on it's now. true yeah but you've leveled up you've evolved you're yep, an absolute sweat meister no wow what a gamer girl i I have lucked out. Yeah. I got married to a gamer girl and I didn't even no, I'm just kidding. You were kind of a gamer girl before then. I yeah, I like I like my specific games. Like and I don't game like every night or a ton, but like when I really like something, like I'll play it a lot. And so that's why I got a switch. There's enough things on it that I like. And then also my recommendation, um, Wayne, I really like like side scroller games. Like um, side scrolling platformers or um endless runners, yeah. stuff like that. 
And so Wayne saw this game. It's called Ollie Ollie. It was like usually 15 bucks, but it was on sale for three dollars um, on the store. And so he got it for me. And it's like this like skateboarding obviously ollie ollie <laughs> yeah Plat- platformer like yeah, yeah. side scrolling arcade platformer i don't know how and to you really... have to like accomplish certain things for each level to like three star it or whatever like, you five have to, like, star it yeah land a certain like trick, trick or combo grind a certain amount of rails in one run because yeah. each level is like it's not endless yeah you You're... finish the level yeah. yeah and so it's like these little like side scrolling parks that you have to skate through and <laughs> accomplish all the goals and that's literally what jenna appreciates is when yep. you get a list of goals to accomplish complete the and, task. <laughs> and then she just plays it over and over again until yeah, she yep. gets them so and it was really fun yeah. our, our, the first time we bought what i usually do jenna's very hesitant to buy into any games and so i just venmo her and say <laughs> get the game <laughs> <Try it. laughs> and so we played it for like an hour and a half two yeah. hours when mm-hmm. we first got it and then jenna was playing it even when I went to go take a nap in the middle of it. <laughs> I needed to be, I needed to three-star the level, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely, I was very impressed with Ollie Ollie. Very fun. If you can catch it on sale, definitely, totally. like, no-brainer, just pick it up. Because it's And just even full price, it's fun. pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah totally. So. It's one of those games that, like, doing the simplest of things takes a little bit of learning. Right. And you can feel yourself just getting ridiculously better at the game the more you play it. It's True. crazy. I feel like, though, if I picked it up now, it'd suck. It's like... Every time you pick it up, I bet you, you have to kind of get, get back get into it. To it again. Yeah, it's one of those games that you get rusty at quicker than others. Yeah, I how I feel like. <laughs> yeah, those are good. But well, anyways. Yeah, while we're on the subject of gaming, here's my recommendation. So I swiped an Xbox Series S from the local Walmart. I was there, and I saw it glowing in the cabinet. I was like, holy crap, they have one. Like, it's impossible to get the new console generations right now. And so I bought it. I'm, an, I'm a PlayStation guy. Uh, I grew up on the original Xbox and the Xbox 360. Then I bought a PS4 way later. And then now I have an Xbox Series S again. And they have a thing called Games Pass, which is basically Netflix for games. So and it, cool. And it costs the From same what price. You were showing me. Yeah. yeah, so cool. It has so many games, and you can just download them, play them whenever you want. And you just have to pay the monthly fee like Netflix. I think that's the future, It's so man. smart. It's so, so smart. smart to do. The amount of bang for your buck is nuts. For I feel sure. so foolish for buying games on my PlayStation now. Yeah. This whole time I could have had an Xbox Games Pass. And yeah, I would have had to buy a game or two here and there. But just but from the games I bought on my PlayStation, yeah. I would have still saved tons of money. Like I said, you buy the ones you really love. You're at least able to like test run them. Uh-huh. And then if they're like going away or if it's only like a trial or whatever like then you can buy the ones you really do love and get a test out a bunch of other ones yeah it's crazy so fun so really really cool recommendation i think that's how the future of gaming is trending i think eventually everything will just be like a streaming service for each console Mm -hmm. so that's my recommendation and then a really random one that you guys are going to chuckle and judge me for and i'm sure jenna's already judging me but we went to target and maybe it's just because I'm a dude. Everyone recommends Target. I know. We went to Target. <laughs> I love Target. Knows how amazing I know, Target I know. Is. But something specific <laughs> at Target. Oh, okay. And so we went, and I don't know. I've I've always preferred plastic over glassware or even paper. I just appreciate good plasticware. But it, there's no such thing as good plasticware. Why do you not like glass? Huh? Glass? Because it just or- makes me feel like I have to be delicate or paranoid about like breaking it oh, or and stuff like that. It's heavy. Yeah, but Target heavy. Target has this 50 cent like plasticware and it's so uniform like they all are the same color. It's true. They're thick, durable, good-looking matte 
colored yeah. plastic wear and they're 50 cents each. They're so good. I've never seen anything in any other store, Walmart or anything. Walmart just has crappy plastic wear. I've never seen that <laughs> quality of plastic wear for that price. Yeah. Unreal. I know that's so weird, but I was blown away. I was like, yeah, we're picking this up. Yeah. Man. So we got stuff to all match and we can throw out all our mismatched stuff because our kitchen we have is some kind ghetto of a plastic hodge, hodgepodge of things because we both fully were like in college and graduated before we started <laughs> dating so we have quite quite the collection of things yeah we have acquired the masses yeah but yeah that's my uh other recommendation i know yeah. that's really weird but now you know where to get it especially if you're a dude yeah. listening to this podcast you know where to get some yeah. cheap Plastic wear that will impress the ladies when you invite them over for a date. Mm, <laughs> I'm just yeah, yeah, sure. Impress them with plastic <laughs> yeah. wear. Hey, if you're cooking for them, they're already impressed. Yeah, true. Yeah. You cooked for me the first time we ever hung out. And she only ate like a portion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. So uh, I was planning on having a barbecue and having a bunch of friends over. And this was going to be the first time that me and Jenna really hung out. And then it ended up raining that day. Uh-huh. And so the barbecue was kind of falling off. And everyone's like, yeah, it's raining. Don't worry about it. I was like, well, if anyone was still planning on coming, like I can still cook everything inside and you can come hang out. And so my roommate was like, yeah, I'll definitely be there. And then Jenna was like, I'll definitely come. And then the other – everyone else bailed uh, because they were either at work or they had something come up or whatever or because it rained. Mm-hmm. And then my roommate ends up never showing up, never <laughs> let me know. Yeah. And so the first time me and Jenna ever hung out, it was one-on-one. And I cooked her up like this massive feast of like burgers and stuff and all these condiments, chopped up these condiments. Vegetable made her, stir made, fry. Yeah, made her vegetable stir fry and like grilled zucchini and stuff like that. And I was super proud of it. I was like, dang, I look like a master. And she ate a plain cheeseburger. All right. And that's literally it. I have a photo of you with that I know. (laughs) But it was so funny. I was like, oh, man, she hated it all. (laughs) She didn't want it. First of all, yes. All right. I've been exposed. I'm an extremely picky eater, and any of my friends who are listening to this already know. If it's on a kid's menu, she eats it. (laughs) And I hate, like, I do not choose to be picky. I promise you. I've tried every vegetable several times. Mm -hmm. Sorry for our super annoying dogs barking in the background. Anyways, I've tried every vegetable many times. I just cannot, like, I don't know. Like, I am a super taster. Like, we tested that in psychology. Like, in my senior year of high school, I am a super taster. Um, Your, like, taste buds are super tiny and close together means you taste the bitterness in food. Um, and so I am super picky and I hate it. I hate being picky, I'm but sure I also hate eating things that I don't like. Like, I'm not going to force myself to eat something I don't like. I promise you I've tried it at least once. And once I've tried it once that I'm going to move That's on. That's the problem. So, I feel like that could really cut off some things that you'd end up enjoying in the long run. Cause like shrimp, you've had the shrimp cocktail, like the shrimp shrimp that you get with the shrimp cocktail. Well, if it's and, and you didn't really like it, different, like yeah, I tried that's what I'm it saying. and Jamaica. you liked it. That's what I'm saying is that I feel like sometimes the first time you try something, it could really F you over. Like, yeah, yeah, like, and so I'm not saying no, never again. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that I very much dislike, no, I'm not going to keep trying it, trying it, trying it. Like uh, I don't know. No, I, I guess get what I you're could, saying. but like I'm, 
older, old enough at this point that I feel like my taste buds are not going to change. Maybe, like, I wish they would. I hate being picky. Like, yes, make fun of me for being picky because it is very childish. I understand. But also know know that I did not choose this life. (laughs) You know how badly I wish that I wasn't picky and I could just enjoy food? Like, what? (laughs) Like, actually, like, getting to not stress about going somewhere or being picky about a restaurant and just, like, going to someone's house or going to a restaurant that a friend chooses or... Like, you're on vacation, you want to try something, like, super cool and different. Like, I wish I could do that. But I also don't want to torture myself. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I think you're among more of the nor- – I feel like almost everyone's picky to some degree. Yeah. I'm I'm one of the outliers. I'm one of those people who just literally eats so anything. Lucky. And there's very few things. Like, even if I don't enjoy it, I can still eat it. Like, I'm not yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But it's literally – it's it, I'm just lucky. I'm not, yeah. like, over here thinking I'm higher than thou. It's just – you put it that way, it definitely makes me feel pretty <laughs> grateful, man. And that I'm just able to be like, ooh. Right, totally. But it also can be a curse because now I'm going to just want to eat everything in sight. But, but you yeah. also then can eat, like, healthy if you wanted to. That's like, true, Because yeah. you actually enjoy it. Like, yep, yep, yep. You're actually able to fuel yourself. It's a win-win. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's great tangent. Yeah. Now you guys know more about Jenna's. Oh, what I was going to say, yeah, though, yeah. is that it's, a, it's funny that our very first time hanging out ever resulted in me eating, like, literally a cheeseburger, like, legitimately a... hamburger patty and cheese (laughs) because my mom growing up she always was like threatened me being like how are you gonna find someone to date jenna like what are you gonna do on a date like it's gonna be so embarrassing or like they're not gonna like you you know and i always like retorted back i was like well if they're really the person for me it won't matter (laughs) and so (laughs) i really showed her wow the turnaround the end of the end of the story wow so that's a modern day fairy tale really worked in my favor the fairy tale of the barbecue and the cheeseburger spoke that into existence yeah holy cow you told her yeah i know yeah Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Well, that was a lighthearted moment. Now time to get passionate and serious. Oh, man. Jenna really just got into ga- like serious <laughs> My mode. My eyes narrowed. It, it, was like, it was a different person. It's like you, you're split. <laughs> but uh-uh. So, Jenna, For our news, lead the topic. Yeah. yeah, the news section. News segment of the week. Um, we haven't really touched on this much, um, but it's something that I'm super passionate about and like Wayne is too, obviously. Um, but that's why we wanted to address it. So I grew up LDS. So did Wayne. I am no longer. LDS is, uh, otherwise known as like Mormons. Mormons. The church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is what they prefer <laughs> to know as. So, <laughs> but we respect sorry. if that's what you believe in. Sure. <laughs> sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. If you believe in God and, like, find peace and comfort in that and it, like, gives you fulfillment, I am all for that. The reason that I have problems with the church itself as an organization, is like, this is exactly what happened this week, is that the things that it promotes is seems to be the opposite of a culture of love and acceptance. Yeah. So, at least in Utah, um, you know, I haven't, I lived outside of Utah when I was very young um, so I don't know. Like Wayne grew up in New Mexico, and so he experienced a very different culture, dramatically different. Yeah. And so here, I think it's super toxic. Um, Which it is. And this week, one of the um, leaders, apostles, leaders of the church, 
There's um, the prophet very, who's the top guy, yeah. and then there's 12 apostles who are right under the top guy, and the top guy consults with the 12 guys, yes. just to explain to those who are not Right, and... This guy, he's on and super, super loved in the like community because of the amazing speeches he gives. Right, um, so people. He like, is a good public crazy, speaker. He, yeah, he, he, he like speaks with like a lot of power and authority in his Which voice. Which is like, why this is confident. scary. Yeah. So, um, he spoke at BYU Brigham Young University. Um, they have a location in Utah. It's a private school owned by the church. Um, you can go if you're not Mormon, but it costs you more. So, um. He gave a speech because a huge thing that's been going on for the past couple years is there's this been an honor code which um, prohibits homosexual behavior. So you cannot engage in any homosexual activities on campus or else you could be literally kicked off So campus. a dude holding a dude's hand. Yes, like anything. Um, and there's a lot of other issues with the honor code. Like if you look into it, some other super messed up stuff. But... Um, essentially he gave this speech saying that, um, that the professors at the university need to adhere to the gospel teachings and not, um, teach their like own beliefs and that we need to adhere strictly to, um, the things that God taught us and that, uh, marriages between a man and a wife, a man and a wife, <laughs> a man and a woman, um, and that like was condemning uh the valedictorian a couple years ago that came out as gay in his speech and like was throwing some serious shade at him and then the most problematic part is that he called for well he said you we need more musket fire against the adversary essentially um everyone who's defending him is saying that it was a metaphor but when you're a leader of millions of people and they hear that not everyone is going to take that metaphorically. And I, um, I'm obviously not a super eloquent, like public speaker. I don't know how to put it all well into words. And when it's something I'm passionate about, sometimes I have a hard time stringing my sentences together. Um, so I have this thing that I reposted, um, someone responded to it and he just put it so beautifully that I want to share a little part of it. Um, just to put it very clearly, um, so it says Holland's unchristlike call for metaphorical musket fire toward the que- queer community is both cowardly and reckless for LGBTQIA plus people. There is still no difference between metaphor and matter of fact, because people are still being killed for being gay. The same hour I saw Holland's bigoted speech. I saw a report of a newlywed lesbian couple being shot to death in Utah. The violence facing this community isn't the distant intergenerational hallucination of pioneer persecutions past, but of present firsthand experience. His words are seeds of violence that are already sprouting. So that is um, why we're talking about this, because it literally like it boils my blood like. Um, sure, if you're a private school or whatever and your own organization, you can make your own rules, you can make your own dress code, like blah, blah, blah. But once you encroach on actual human rights and human like decency and put other humans in danger, um, that's when it's not okay. And that's when I can't be quiet. <laughs> so, um, and Wayne talk and I talk about this a ton of like, if it's not affecting you, leave them alone. Like, just because a man is kissing another man, it's not affecting your life whatsoever. Like, leave it alone. Let them live their lives. Like, 
it's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Um, my, my entire issue about this is, so one thing you need to understand about the Mormon church and the LDS church is they believe that these prophets and these apostles, which one of the apostles is the guy we're talking about here. They believe that they still receive modern day revelation directly from God about what to say. So they're basing their beliefs off of what these guys have said, whether in the past or in the present right now. Mm-hmm. And so whatever Holland is saying, they can, they probably just inherently think, okay, this is directly from, from God. God yes. Even though it's just a BYU speech. Right. Uh, on top of that, um, in scripturally, uh, yeah. look, talk to any scripture scholar, uh, accredited anywhere, I guarantee you, you can look everywhere. There's nothing about marriage should only be between a man and a woman. Uh, there's just nothing like scripturally. And if you look at Jesus Christ himself, if we're going strictly by the Bible, um, he just preached love everybody. And that's literally at the core of everything. He's like above all else, love, love God and love everybody. That's it. That, yeah. Those are the two things he always preached. So I, it just bothers me. Like if you look, if you get deep into translations of the Bible and stuff, it wasn't even talking about homosexuality. It was talking about pedophilia Yep. Uh, when you go into the translations of the Bible itself. So I just have a lot of, I just feel like uh, Mormonism and Mormons in general are feeling a little bit embarrassed and defensive right now uh, for, they can't, everyone's kind of beating around the bush. They're like, we love, we love gay people even though, but we love them. We just hate the sin, but that, that is not a thing. You cannot love somebody and hate who they are inherently. Yes. That's a huge part of who they are. And so I, I feel like they're trying to play the middleman and say, Hey, we're don't, we don't hate, but blah, blah, they're playing the middle. You can't do that. What it comes down to is Mormons believe that you cannot obtain the highest uh, or their heaven, their version of heaven, you cannot obtain it if you are homosexual. Right. Period. End of story. So just stop cutting, beating around the bush. That is what you believe. You obviously don't agree with them or who they are as a person. And that's that's it, in so my opinion. So what I was going to say, my exact next thing I was going to say after you were finished, which is why I was like... <laughs> what I was going to say is, yeah, their big thing is like, oh, we can still love the person completely. We just like don't agree, you know, blah, mm-hmm. whatever you said. Guess what? You can't love someone while taking away their rights. It's true. So. <laughs> so yeah. And I'm, I'm just as passionate on Jenna with this. I'm a little bit more calm in this situation because yeah. I've blown off so much steam in the background. <laughs> um, like my aunt's lesbian. She's like literally one of my favorite people in my life that I've known ever since I can remember. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends in high school growing up was gay before being gay was a comfortable thing to, to know, like, yeah. and tell people and stuff. And so I, it's always just been a very normal thing for me. And I've never myself been harmed in any way knowing any other gay person. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You mean me? they haven't yeah. attacked You're your tell- rights yeah. as a straight white male? <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. And and where I stand, I didn't really talk too much about Holland's statement. I just think Holland's a complete idiot if he doesn't <laughs> see that even using a metaphor with muskets in it in such a sensitive subject and an important subject, mm-hmm. he knows, he has to know to some degree, or he's an idiot, that that has consequences yes. and that is very tone deaf 
and it can result in bad things, which it already has on BYU campus. There's people filming themselves, defiling um, like pride things yeah. and saying the, the F word or the F name for yeah. uh, homosexual people. And so it just drives me nuts. So that's where I stand is no matter what way you slice it, you, I've read his talk word for word, mm-hmm. beginning to end. There's no way that you cannot tell me that he did not word that in the best way he could have. And at the end of the day, you know exactly how he feels, how every Mormon believes. And it's not okay, in my opinion. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. always been an issue that I've struggled with. Even when I was Mormon, mm-hmm. I, it just felt wrong. Yeah. But I feel like Mormons are like in so deep it's almost like sunken cost fallacy yeah where they're in so deep they've spent so much time believing something it is hard me and jenna have been through this realizing everything that you came to know and uh tried to believe and understand isn't right and it's wrong and it's not true it just sucks just do some research but but, (laughs) but we have friends that are mormon still and i know their intentions we we know who they are as people and so we're not blanket statementing saying all Mormons hate homosexuals or all Mormons truly believe the same as Elder Holland. We don't believe that. We are friends with Mormons. We respect your beliefs. We just, we'd like to have open conversations Only when the beliefs about don't them. attack other people's rights. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Treat other people, uh, like do what you want as long as it doesn't harm other people. Like 100%. Create good in the Easiest world. Easiest rule. Yeah. Easiest rule. But that's how we stand it's pretty blunt, and if anyone who is Mormon who is listening, again, I do not want you guys to feel like we do not like you, that we do not love you or respect you, because we truly do. Well, that's but but that's just how we feel about Elder Holland, and what has yeah, been said, and how the, the church leaders, has treated. Yeah, that because the the church has some effed up stuff in it, and the way that it was made, and the past. Yeah. Feel free to go research. We have more info than we've if you, ever had. Yeah, if you want to pursue this farther in whatever way you yeah. want, but please we're just saying reach out. keep an open mind and at least educate yourself. And if you still end up, you know what, I, I want to still believe, then that's you've done your part. But I just so. want everyone to at least have the opportunity to learn for themselves. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. But All right. that's there serious things it. out of the way. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. And you, we just always want you guys to know that we are a safe space for anyone involved. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. On to a brighter subject. Jenna, uh, do you like reading? Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We decided to choose this as our topic or our topic for uh, this main, podcast. Yeah. The main topic. Yeah. Well, I guess we have two main topics. Yeah, because of the, the news Holland one thing. got the news very one. big. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so just like reading, first of all, has always been a major part of my life. It's literally how I opened my vows to you. <laughs> I was like, I've always loved reading mm-hmm. and you're perfect. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Our vows were um, so beautiful. Yeah. Your vows were. Anyways. Thank you. So are yours. <laughs> Excuse me. I just hiccuped in yeah, there and ruined but, that moment. Sorry. It's <clears> fine. <throat> Anyways. So, um. Reading has always been a big part of our relationship, though, or I guess just, like, literature and writing. Cause, like, yeah, Wayne, writing more so with me because yeah. I always wrote you poetry and right. stuff. Right, yes. Wayne would write me poems all the time. Um, he still does, um, but I think he ran out of juice in the first couple months. He was cranking them out. <laughs> I cranked out four journals worth, yeah. all right? <laughs> so they're sitting on my bookshelf now. Um, I, I'm working on more, don't worry. But Wayne just loves poetry, and he, like, shared his poetry that he'd written the first time we hung out at the barbecue <laughs> Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Circle. Yeah, I literally had never, it's always been kind of like that, like, 
I don't know, a thing that I never really tell. Mo- now I'm pretty open about it, but it used yeah. to be that thing like, I'm not letting anyone know that I do this. Like, Well, it's kind of, it can be taboo for a male, like to mm-hmm. be like into poetry and she, writing and like and showing stuff. your emotions, um, <laughs> which actually girls love. So um, I got very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so poetry has always been a big thing for us we love to go to barnes and noble the vibes are immaculate barnes and and noble (laughs) is like our version of universal studios or disneyland but it's more accessible and free right (laughs) well we never walk out yeah we never (laughs) i guess it does cost at least a little bit but but it's it's honestly better better i know it's hard not to order stuff off amazon because it's so convenient and stuff but it's super important to support like local bookstores and Barnes and Noble uh, supports the kinda, authors way more. Like yeah. the authors get a a big percentage of that compared, compared to, to Amazon. Other, yeah, yeah, Amazon. So and plus, like we've been saying, the world's just transitioning to a non physical type thing with a lot of things. So Barnes and Noble, you need to experience holding books and looking through and books. Smelling the pages way. that is my mm-hmm. favorite smell in the world is book pages. <laughs> oh man, we have a we have a druggie in our midst right now. She's an addict. Like, yeah, <laughs> I hope they can hear you smacking I know, your smacking arm. my arm. Again. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just and we always go to Barnes Noble without like a, a specific book in mind. Like it's just kind of like perusing the shelves, like just with nothing specific. Yeah. Like maybe a specific but, section, but it's um, so fun. Just but going we always through. go to the poetry section. We literally like sit on the ground and pull poetry books and like flip through them and then like read each other our favorite ones. It's just a super cute mm-hmm. tradition that we do with each other. Um, and and I feel like uh, just to backtrack a little bit, this all came because you grew up reading. Like oh, you literally got yeah. grounded from reading because yes. you loved reading so much. Yep. And I grew up reading heavily, like uh, all throughout until college. And in college, I just fell off with reading and you kept reading even through college. Mm -hmm. I I mean, like definitely like as you get older, it's harder to find spare time to read um, if you're going to school and working and, you know, and and I feel like college ruins reading a little bit because of the textbooks and everything that you have to read through. Um, But yeah, always been obsessed. I was, <laughs> I'll never forget, like, I was literally eight years old and my uh, third grade teacher pulled my parents into the room and was like, um, I need you guys to know that Jenna is at a 10th grade reading level. That's exactly how I was. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. so I. You have, freaking nerd. Yeah, to- definitely. <laughs> yeah. Did you have the AR program? I think we've talked yes. about this a little bit yeah. before. Oh, yeah. With the point system in, oh, okay. allocated to each book. Um, In second grade, okay, my teacher had, you were, had to read to Hawaii and she had this bulletin board and your little planes started in like Utah and you had to fly all the way over to Hawaii and whoever got there first you know like got the grand flies I got there first (laughs) that's what I'm talking about (laughs) the AR program that's how I knew my reading levels because the AR program tests you on it and so I was in I think I was check out specific books from the library (laughs) well I just remember feeling so gypped because like I would crank out a Magic Treehouse book in like 10 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. And that was the thing is reading Magic Treehouse books in like first, second, and third grade. And then because of my AR reading level, I couldn't check those out. I had to check out like big old fat books. So the only ones I could enjoy were like Harry Potter and stuff. Because those big fat books, the library didn't have much in the elementary school for that reading level. So that's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. But anyways, so that was a trip down memory lane. But – um we're still both super into reading right now. When like I, just I feel got, like goes through I go phases. Through waves where I'll read yeah. a book or two and I'm like, "Wow, that was really nice." And then I'll fall off yeah. again. <laughs> um so I have stayed with it a ton especially because I am it's like my one of the subscriptions that I do. There's like a 
that like any subscription that you could possibly want to anything it exists which is pretty cool honestly but also a money sucker because then you're interested in everything <laughs> but i think you found the best subscription of yeah. what you're about to say so it's called book of the month um this is not an ad i wish it was <laughs> hey sp- sponsor our little podcast so put it all the way up to your mouth <laughs> no that's the point it's the meme yeah <laughs> But it'll blow their eardrums out when they're listening to it on headphones. I'm being reprimanded. <laughs> Anyways, book of the month. So I, it's an app now on my phone too, but it's also just a website. Um, it's fifteen dollars a month, and you they like curate a list for you of five different books, like different genres um, of what they recommend, and it's stuff that's like <clears throat> super popular, that's like a bestseller or a known author. And so that was always my issue. Like after like graduating from like young adult novels like what to actually read in like the adult world that would I really find interesting and so this has helped me a ton like read different genres and not have to like wonder what the heck do I actually read and so every month you get to choose one of the books it's hardcover it's like embossed like it's literally like engraved they have their own customized like, color the stamp cover. that says like yeah. book of the month like um color-coded. July of 2021 yeah and so, um, and they all match, so they look so pretty on the bookcase. Um, but yeah, and then you can also, like, you don't also have to choose exactly that book of the month. I usually always do because I, like, stay current. But, like, if none of those appeal to you, they have, like, an archive of every single other book of the month, and you could choose whatever you want. You could go into, like, September of 2018 and choose one of those Well, it still have that, like, date on yeah, it, too. That's yeah. cool. Yep. I did not know that. You've never told me that. Yep. And so, um... I am obsessed with it. I highly recommend it because you get to keep like 15 bucks for like a hardcover book that you get to keep and it's like, and it ships free. And they're already accredited. Like they're not offering you trash books that like people don't like it. Right. Overall, they're like award winning, very well received books. So you could choose something that's not necessarily your style, but you can appreciate that it is a well-written Right, and then I always see them at Barnes and Noble. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wouldn't have chosen this out for myself, but I can see that they're like, Barnes and Noble also has this like on a stand here because it is actually like a a book that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know exactly how to put it, but um, that being said, Wayne and I wanted to recommend our like top three books that we've read in the past year. So if you guys are looking for book recommendations, um, we have them for you. And so, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know we were doing the top three. My bad. You just I was just going to suggest some of my authors and like, okay, my favorite sure. authors. Okay, sure. Yeah. Stuff. No, suggest but, your authors. Okay, but I, have I can a top do that three. too. So, uh, top three that I've read this year. Uh, number one, the one that got me back into reading and started like the little bursting of reading here and there American Predator. It's a true crime novel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, enough said it's fascinating it's basically a documentary which i'm a documentary junkie that's like literally all i watch if i'm watching anything on netflix it's just a documentary and it's basically a documentary in book form and it's fascinating very good hooked me in beginning to end and single-handedly got me back into reading ever since i graduated from college so that was really good and that's like the only book that I, i the other books i've read they're like okay i read supermarket which is written by Bobby Hall, a.k.a. Logic. Just because of my morbid curiosity, I was like, he wrote a book. Definitely inspired by, uh, um, oh, I forgot what it's called, Fight Club. Oh, really? A little bit, I think. he. You can see a lot of his, inspired by uh, Tarantino 
and stuff. It was better than I thought. I loved his writing style, believe it or not. Very like raw, very like mm-hmm. not super professional. It's just like it feels like someone's literally talking to you through the book, which was really refreshing. Overall, just very middle of the road, mediocre, not okay. bad, not good. Um, but as far as poetry, that's mostly what I partake in because it's very good to – you can read a couple poems each day and then put it away and eventually you can just – bite your way through a, a full poetry book but some of my favorite uh, uh poetry authors super basic one but atticus his books are literally just an art piece like the photography mm-hmm. the way they're arranged and everything is just so meticulous they really it really is impressive um and that's a perfect like introduction if you're trying to get into poetry just go check out some of atticus's work because overall as like i said his books are just set up so perfectly and his poetry is pretty decent but it is very basic if you're wanting to delve deeper. Um, I really like uh, Michael Faudet or Faudet, uh, F-A-U-D-E-T. Uh, his most famous book is Dirty Pretty Things. But he has quite a few, and I love the design of his books too. His poetry kind of has a wider variety. He covers like kind of hot and steamy stuff, which is something I had never really <laughs> read into before. But he covers that and then like heartbreak, literally everything in the book he covers in his series of works. Definitely one of my favorite top three poets, I would say. And then another one that I really liked, a single body of work, actually, Sincerely by F.S. Youssef, uh, Y-O-U-S-A-F. I love his writing style. Um, The poems are kind of a, a wide variety as well. But his writing style is actually very similar to mine. So I think that makes me a narcissist. And Jenna's sniffing the book in, in the background, <laughs> really on, on, on brand. Um, but like, it sounds kind of conceited, but I like it because it does, it feels like it, exactly like my writing style. Even Jenna kind of pointed it out to me first and foremost, but I really enjoyed it. Um, really good body of work. And I've read some of his other stuff too, um, but I really enjoy those. I enjoy Sin. He's another pretty basic, but classic one, uh, S-I-N. He has a wide variety of works too. And then I like Courtney Peppernell. She's gotten really popular the past like two years, yeah. actually, with her um, pillow talk. Uh, Isn't it pillow? Thoughts? Oh, I mean pillow thoughts. Wow, sorry, I was thinking of the song for some reason. <laughs> pillow thoughts series, pillow and she has four four different pillow thoughts books. But I actually like her other uh, books as well. She has spinoffs, and I think they're even better than pillow thoughts. But pillow thoughts is kind of what got her on the map. So there's some poetry uh books and what's cool about her speaking of our news section uh, courtney peppernell is lesbian and so she's married and stuff like that too so um a lot of her poetry support is from queer a, authors yeah yeah support queer authors and uh it's really interesting reading from her perspective because she's writing for her wife mm-hmm. but it's from a, a woman's perspective too like a feminine perspective so i really appreciated that and I didn't learn that until a little bit through her first book that I wrote, read about her. So really cool, really cute poetry, really well done. And those are my suggestions. Hopefully I didn't um, bore you guys with those. <laughs> but those are my poetry success- suggestions. And give poetry a try. I know it seems really, really cheesy from an outside perspective, but it poetry is whatever you want it to be. And it is just at, there's just as much of a variety of poetry as there is other things. So. Yeah. All right, take it away, Jenna. Very nice. Um, so I am first going to recommend Circe um, by Madeline Miller. 
I actually won the book of the year in 2018 for book of the month. They have a whole thing at the end of the year. Everyone who's a part of book of the month gets to vote on what the best book of the year was. Um, so this one won, and I 100% agree with that. It's so well written. If you're obsessed with Percy Jackson or any of the Greek, like, goddesses and gods and stuff, um, and now you're an adult and want, like, an adult read, this is it. <laughs> Um, but also if you weren't, it's also still very interesting. Like if you're familiar with the, like the tale of Circe at all, she's like on an island, turns men into pigs, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's her story. Talk about curiosity. Peaked. Yeah. Um, it's just so well written. It's like, like it's obviously like a fantasy type of idea. Like there's magic in it, but it's very like practical. Like she like. It, more believable magic. yes a hundred percent and she like the character oh they're just so good i w- was obsessed with it i tore through it and i recommend it to everybody well even the cover design is freaking nuts like yeah. the aesthetics the colorway of mm-hmm. the book cover so good yes and then the other one that i'm going to recommend is the book of longings by sue monk kid you probably recognize that author's name because she uh wrote the secret life of bees which is insanely popular. Um, I actually haven't read that myself. Um, it's just because this was recommended. And ironically, <laughs> because I don't consider myself a religious person, uh, but it's about Jesus and his life, but from the perspective of if he had a wife. So it's written by Jesus's wife. Um, so it's like historical fiction because it goes through like and honestly like Jesus is hardly in it at all cuz he's always off like teaching and stuff. <laughs> so it's more about like what it would be like to be um, his wife back then. Yes, home. like and in that era, you know, just in that time. And just the characters are so beautifully written. Like it's cool to see um I don't know, just cuz I did have to grow up reading the scriptures and it was so boring. <laughs> it's just cool to see like that time and like place be brought to life in a different like historical practical way so and it's just she is an insanely good author like there is a reason that she had so much so much success in the past um and this was just like so good (laughs) i think it's cool when they blend like actual historical events with like fiction like you were mentioning like like with video games there's a thing called wolfenstein and it's if the germans had won world war uh two and then how the world would look like and it's Mm -hmm. just a cool the what if scenarios that come from historical fiction right anyways okay and then my last one um i think i've read it in the past year it might have been even before that but i have to recommend it because it's so good and i wanted to recommend a non-fiction book so it's called the beauty and breaking by michelle harper and it's a memoir um but she breaks it up like it's not just one huge continuous thing she is um an african-american emergency room physician Um, so she's in a field that's predominantly male and white. And so she breaks it up into like a life lesson that she learned from an experience in the medical field. Like each chapter is a different experience that she had. And she is just so like eloquent in the way she describes things. And the stories are so riveting. Um, and so it's just really like so good all around. Like, yeah, that would definitely be one to read. <laughs> One thing I've learned about Jenna is she has great taste. A lot of the things that she suggested to me, I have enjoyed immensely. Thank so, you. That's a even, huge compliment. <laughs> even, even if I'm just like, what the heck are you thinking? But then I'm just like, oh, wow, that was pretty good. 
That was pretty good. Oh, so, I'm honored. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> so uh, there's some suggestions for reading, and uh, I highly suggest you guys, even if you've never been a reader before, you might be surprised, man. Maybe it's just the right time now for you. Yes. And it's just a different feeling. I think it's mostly nostalgic for me, and I'm a freaking fiend for nostalgia. <laughs> Obviously. In, in my, my adult <laughs> days and years, I'm just ready for nostalgia yeah. in any way I can get it. And Reading gives you a break and makes you unplug for a second, which is special nowadays, yeah, I think. and I just, like, I, there's something so calming to me. I, like, usually, like, read in bed, like, curl up with a book and light a candle, and it's just, like, such a, like, homey, like, calm feeling, and just, like, diving into something, like, a whole, like, a whole different, like, world, different perspective is super, super good feeling for me. <laughs> it's it's like Jenna's meditation. I, yeah. I've, I've, I've caught Jenna a couple times. She really isn't exaggerating, like... She'll light a candle next to her bedside. She'll like cuddle up and like she looks just super comfortable (laughs) with like the perfect lighting. And then she has her book like elegantly open and and she's looking upon the page with such grace. Are you writing a poem right now? No, not even. If that's a a poem, that's a bad one. But uh, yeah, so uh, create, create the vibe for you. It can be an experience, not just reading a book. So yeah. There's our suggestion slash advice slash yeah. stuff. Our yeah. podcast. Our podcast. Yeah, for the week. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are enjoying it still. We, we The last two weeks we felt like we've had to pull something from nothing because our lives aren't super uh, chaotic or anything. Mm-hmm. But we I feel like we've come up with some good stuff. So yeah. hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully you guys have felt like you've been a part of our conversation. Yep. And we will talk to you next week. Sorry that it's a little late this week we will one day be consistent yeah it is not this day <laughs> while we're on that subject right before we close uh originally we were going to try to get them out every monday but right now we're just trying once a week yeah, so just yeah. <laughs> every single new week just keep an eye out and yeah. we really can hold to once a week so expect one episode at least once a week monday through sunday there'll be one episode. <laughs> it'll be there <laughs> yeah so there's there's our guidance, and uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. We checked watching. The, or oh You're so shoot, used to your my my YouTube, my YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thanks so much for listening. We were checking who how many streams each episode gets, and it blew us away, honestly. So thank you guys. We love you and we appreciate your support. If you made it to the end, you're the best. We love you. And uh, just look for us next week. All (laughs) righty. Okay, bye.